It's hot, it's humid, and this is Finger Heart Nation. Welcome back to another episode of Finger Heart Nation. So, oh, yes. The other day, me and my colleagues were discussing about Luna Calendar's accuracy. Just out of the blue. You know how Korean summer is divided into three parts? Yes, I know. It has the beginning, mid, and an end. And not, yeah, and not too long ago, it was a midsummer day here in Korea. And from that day on, the weather dramatically got hot. So I was very impressed. Mm. Before, I thought lunar calendar was something from the past and outdated. But I guess I was wrong. You were wrong. It's the wisdom of our ancestors. And when it comes to the weather, it's quite accurate. And that's why the tradition of eating chicken during these days to keep you energized is still going on. Place an order for a chicken on those days. It takes ages. It does take ages. Yeah, so I'd rather not make an order on that day. Okay, so on another hot summer day, we begin with this week's top headlines. Twice is on tour in America and Mina is taking a hiatus. Produce Access finalists confirmed. X1 is the name of the group. Ligon Lin filed a lawsuit against the Cube Entertainment for the termination of contract. Big Bang Sezong is under fire after his building is reported to operate illegal businesses. Okay, so this week starts with the news of Twice and Mina. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So what happened? So TWICE embarked their US tour on July 21st and one member was missing from the stage. Uh-oh. And this was Mina. Mm. Mina had to be pulled out of their American tour due to her mental health issues. Few weeks back, JYP announced Mina's absence on upcoming tour with their statement saying, Mina is currently struggling with extreme anxiety and insecurity. After extensive discussion with Mina and members of TWICE, we have decided that Mina's current condition requires additional treatment professional measures and sufficient resting. So that does not sound okay. Yeah, it's not usual for K-pop artists to take a rest during their tour. Especially like during the entire tour, right? Yeah, I mean yeah. usually at least what they do is they show up on the stage sitting on the chair and still participating in the show if mm -hmm. they're physically um, injured. injured. Yeah. But I guess think Mina's case is kind of, I think JYP is taking good care of her. And yeah, and yeah. I think it's a quite different story, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So tell me what you think. What do you think? Well, first thought that came across my mind was the controversy surrounding Sana a few weeks back. Oh, I remember. Sana was bashed for congratulating the declaration of Japanese new era, Reiwa. Mm -hmm. Mina was not a target for the criticization. No, but this may, But this may have impacted Mina on top of her existence that built up along the way. You know, we all have friends around who gets more stressed out than the person who is actually in the situation. Yes, those who are like more stressed, right? Yeah, yeah, mm. I think I think she's that kind. Mm. I also think that the internet went way too far on this. Yes, Korean-Japan relationship is a sensitive subject because of Japan's colonization back in the past. Mm. And Korean political action Japanese taking with Korea is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's... They're, they're, yeah, it's just ridiculous. But wouldn't it be better if we separate individuals and politics? And see them separately? Yeah. Mm. 
yeah, I understand the change of country's era is something many countries cannot relate to since it's a unique system of Japan. It is. Or remaining only in Japan. Or England. I don't know. Yeah, but then they don't change the era name. They According don't. to the True. imperial okay, stuff, right? Fine. Yeah, so it might it might look like she's making a big deal out of this, especially for non-Japanese. Mm-hmm. But I I think it's more like a change of generation, like how we missed the nineties. So it is understandable in a way that she got emotional and sentimental about the era defining herself is ending. Mm. I'm also aware that some are saying that why didn't she just keep it to herself? But guys, she's a performer and she is more emotional than average people. And they are used to expressing their emotions in public and online. That personal and public boundary for them are very vague. Social media is their friend. Also, TWICE is now bigger everywhere. So it is important for them to engage with international fans. So internet, just grow up. Oh. No. Whoa. No. Okay. What would you say when someone like BTS uploaded a post to commemorate or celebrate Korean history and the fans are leaving hate comments on it? I think it's the same thing. You do? Yeah, I think so. In the end, or at the end, they're not Korean. It's the culture they grew up with and it's something we gotta respect. I... okay, fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, because I understand what you're saying about this all being cultural and like what they personally grew up with yes but you must remember that mm-hmm. the relationship between korea and japan is extremely sensitive okay go on. i mean it's all about history mm-hmm. right and i also personally think that blaming the internet for being immature in their reaction to mm-hmm. sana's instagram mm-hmm. is not fair you, you think i do all right yeah because go on, go on. as a celebrity who works in korea uh-huh. and as a member of a team that is mainly based on korean industry okay it is kind of important to consider the sensitivity regarding the relationship between the two countries don't you think i do agree on that part but i think internet went a bit too far I- <laughs> it was very careless over and you can't really blame korean people for being drawn back and offended by something like this it's like it's big Especially coming from someone they love and support. Don't you think? Yeah, I think I get what you're saying. Okay, and I also have a question. Should you really separate the individuals from the cultural and political actions they pose? I know it's wrong to judge their personal beliefs, and I don't judge people on that. But they should also have been more careful with what they present. Do you really think what they post online is entirely personal? They have responsibilities as someone who appear on the media and someone who represents the country's culture as singers and celebrities, don't you think? And yeah. Yeah, I agree with some of your points and some I'm just sticking with mine. But well, guys, what you guys think? Tell us what you think. Um, You can find us on our social Instagram and Twitter. Just go on. And type in Finger Heart Nation and you'll be and you'll find our accounts there. Yes, please find us online and share what you think. And we hope Mina recovers well and we hope to see her on the stage very soon. Yes, all the best. All the best to Mina. All the best to Mina. Okay, moving on to our next topic is Produce X and X1. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. After three months of intense competition, 
11 winners were announced during four hour long live finale of Produce X. That's long. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah it's four hours. Mm -hmm. Members of X1 were chosen by the viewers submitting their votes in just like the program's previous seasons. And the total voting count was 14 million. 14 million. And guess what? What? 13 million tuned in for the online streaming of the show. That's a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people watched the show than that I expected. I, yeah, because I kind of, like, this was less of a big deal than... Yeah, yeah, compared um, to last three seasons. Yeah. Uh, this wasn't the biggest one. No, but then I guess still a lot of people watched it. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, the people around me, like, people who are in the industry, mm -hmm. they love to... They, 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 there were a lot of people watching it because... It's right up their alley, and it was fun for them to see who will make the cut. And it, it was also good to see what kind of personalities that people like. As in, like, the personalities of the trainees? Yeah. Oh. So, there's a trend to it every time, right? There is. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like, back in, like, in mid-20, uh, mid, in mid-2000, more, like, masculine guy with the, those things were more popular. And now it's more. Every time is different, right? Every every, every there, there, in generation there's a different. So you mean like the mm. characteristics? Yes. Of, or personalities. Of like how the trainees are represented. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that, I mean, yeah, so... like watching who gets to make it into the team and watching who does not is actually the fun of the show, right? Yes. Yes. Mm hmm. And I heard that the group's contract is five years instead of the previous two-year deal. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about this five-year deal will do to their future? I think CJ made a right move by stretching uh, the deal from two to five. You do? Don't you think it's a bit too long? I mean, Seventeen and Monster X have been around for four years now, which is less than five. But it's still long enough, don't you think? Well, the standard contract for new artists is about seven years here in Korea. Mm -hmm. Plus, you also have to think about the money CJ is put in to run and operate this group. It must be a lot, I guess. And also, the money they spent on the TV show as well. They all have to recoup it and make money out of this. And on top of this, it's not a uh, mutual, it's not a one-on-one -on -one contract between the artist and the CJ, right? No, it's actually... She's a and artist management, right? So the pie gets the pie gets smaller. Okay. So in order for them to make more money out of this, they have to stretch it out. Usually, we say that it takes about four to five years for the boy band to get to the successful um, stage. Okay. And then remaining in there for two to five, two to three years. If you think about that, since they are starting in a better position there'll be more money coming in and less investment going in on those first two years. So, I guess, according to that, five years sounds okay. Okay. But the nature of this group is a little different from other groups. It's like IOI 101 and Eyes Wine. Mm -hmm. I mean, fans were aware of their temporary lifespan as a group, so they were more passionate and more supportive in many ways, including money spending. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why these groups were commercially successful fans were aware that it's gonna end soon yeah there's an end coming soon mm. so they did not really hesitate to spend more money on them mm -hmm. and to show more support mm -hmm. but if x1 goes on for five years will this passion go on 
That's that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. But I got another point. You do. Before the management companies of individual members was not too fond of this. This show. This show because uh-huh. what they are receiving from the group activities are a fraction of what they can make with these members mm-hmm. if they're under their label, right? So for them, for the label, it's better for a trainee to make it into final top twenty, but not making the cut, cause. Uh, in that way, they can gain enough fans to support the trainee from the program, yet takes more share from the business by running by themselves. And NewSW is a great example for this. Okay, so let's wait and see what's going to happen and how the five years of X1 are going to be like. They might not even be able to make year one because... Ooh. Because... Because the program is currently involved in a controversy around Mnet intervening the viewers' votes. Ooh. We'll get back to you on this as story develops. That's illegal, isn't it? It is illegal. I mean, this I think this wasn't their first time actually getting this controversy Ooh. involved in this contro- controversy. Okay, so this is like their second time doing it or third I time? I am not sure, but then there were rumors going around. But this time around, fans were trying to take an action of it. Okay, so we'll see um, how the story unfolds. Mm -hmm. But then let's talk about another thing. Okay. Okay, another thing is that the fans of the nine runner-ups gathered to help their boys debut under the name of By Nine. By Nine. The fans also raised up to approximately 100 million won online to make Uh By Nine debut come true. That's about 100k USD. It is. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of money, actually. It is. And I think this shows the level of dedication that fans put in for their stars. Mm -hmm. Especially like um, how we mentioned on our last episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you guys missed, go back. Go back. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, fans raising money to form a group is a new concept for me as well. I mean, wow. I think this was possible because of the nature of the show itself. Mm. The show was all about fans becoming a producer of a new group to be formed. So they voted on from the performance, songs, members, everything was based on voting. So the fans are more attached to their boys of their choice, leading them to become deeply devoted and they contribute to who they love passionately. Especially um, those nine runner-ups failed to make into the group, so this amplified the fans' compassion mm-hmm. and the fans are now taking things into an action. This shows good social mentality of the country as well. Like minds gathered to make changes. Just like how President Park was impeached and how the recent boycott for Japanese product is going on. This was the story of Produce 101. Yes. And this leads to our next story, actually. Mm -hmm. We are going into the life after Produce 101. Mm, Lai Guan Lin. The future of X1. The future of X1. Ooh, okay. (laughs) That's okay. Okay, maybe. Possibly, but (laughs) might not be. Hope not. Lai Guan Lin was a Taiwanese member of 101, and now he wants to start fresh on his own by ending his contract with Cube Entertainment. Okay, sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. Um, He claims that the agency handed over the exclusive rights of his activities in China to a third party without his approval. Mm -hmm. This sounds familiar because this is the second time a 101 member had a legal dispute with his agency. Kang Daniel, right? Kang Daniel, yes. He filed a complaint against his former agency, LM Entertainment, for the same reason as Lai Guan Lin. Well, you know what? What? There's no way that an artist cannot know about a deal that is for him. Ooh. 
It is illegal for a label to sign a deal without informing and getting a confirmation from the artist. It is illegal, sure. Yeah, this isn't 90s. No, it's not the HOT era anymore. Yeah, things have changed a lot since mm-hmm. then. And as a star as big as him, it is almost impossible since he'll want to know every single details about how the money will be made and spent. This just became a good legal excuse for Like One Lee to end his contract with the company. Mm. There must be other reasons why he wants to terminate the deal with the label. I just don't think I just don't think it has to do with the agency deal. So you think what he's using as an excuse is not the reason at all? This is a good example of life after big fame from TV shows like Produce 101. Produce 101 was a big program, mm-hmm. so it gave a lot of fame and popularity mm-hmm. to those, right? Mm-hmm. So they now know how much they are worth and they want to take charge of everything. Mm. Mm. This is another reason why many labels don't want their trainees to be part of the show. Earning fame too fast too soon only result in no appreciation for those work around them and for them. Mm. Also, as they get too popular too young too soon, they'll be exposed to all these greedy agencies who are only after the quick easy money. They don't care about building artists' brand and building a good career for the artists, allowing them to last long in the industry. I agree, and I also want to say that maybe the fame and popularity that came with one-on-one do not mean that they will gain the same amount of success as solo artists. That is so true. That is so true. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they be more careful with their decision making. Mm-hmm. And I also hope all ends so well. Yeah, that's that. But what is up with all the Chinese members leaving their agencies? That's also another thing that I wanted to discuss here. Yeah. So thank you for bringing it up. No problem. What I wanted to talk about is about those big broker agencies in China and mm-hmm. how stars with Chinese background are constantly offered with choices of leaving their Korean agencies to work in China where there's a whole lot of more money going around. I mean, money's good, right? Yeah, money's good. We all like money and we're all doing it for some money. Uh-huh. But ending their contract with Korean management in such an abrupt way is also kind of not fair to their fans. And also for the labels. And also for the labels. Yes. Yeah. And I also kind of think it's rude. Mm, it is rude. Fans will still support them, but you can't deny it still stings a little. Adding on to that, why don't they just complete their deals with current agencies first and then move on to the next? I know. Going by step by step. Mm-hmm. I know. Or what they can do is they can make a deals with both agencies and let them share the rights for the artists. Because Korean agencies trained them and made them popular. Yeah. So at least you get to show some kind of respect to them. A lot of effort was put into them. And money. And money too. Yeah. So it would be nice if they show, like what you said, show mm-hmm. some respect. Mm-hmm. And aside from who is right and who is wrong, mm-hmm. the idea of being involved in legal dispute itself is stressful to fans. Okay, on the fan side of view, right? Yeah, on the fan side of view, mm-hmm. because I mean, fans have to deal with the reaction from the public, mm-hmm. and the fans also have to figure out their standing in the matter and come up with plans to make the artist understandable to the general public's eye. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of hard sometimes. It is kind of yeah. hard, and no one wants their stars to look bad, right? Mm-hmm. Talking about looking bad, Oof. real bad issues arose from the YG. Again. 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 Yeah. This time it's Daesung. He has been reported to have a building that runs illegal entertainment business. And it is also reported that five of the floors of his building are running different business from what they have registered for. Ooh. On top of it, some of those business mediated prostitution services. These floors are fenced off and are not accessible and are not accessible during the day. 
The building is located in the heart of Gangnam District mm-hmm. and it values up to 26 million US dollars. Expensive place, expensive building. It is big building with big money. Mm-hmm. To this, Daesung soon released a statement saying that he has nothing to do with the accused activities surrounding the building and that he wasn't aware of them. He wasn't aware of them. <laughs> do you believe that? No. No, I don't. Another yeah. YG member with another fishy story and another story that you can't believe. No, as the owner of the building, it's impossible for Daesung to deny his knowledge of everything. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, seriously, you can't lie and say you don't know about all the business mm-hmm. in your own building when mm-hmm. you spend more than $26 million on it. It is possible that he cannot know the entirety of businesses that's going on in his building but it is also impossible for him to know that at least what its floors or its tenants are operating don't you think so he may not be directly involved with them but i mean who knows and especially with all the things that have happened to yg and their people Mm -hmm. so feigning ignorance will not do and no one is buying it yeah no one's buying it right (laughs) now Another day, another drama in YG land. It looks like it's almost impossible for the band to reunite now. And it's kind of wrong for the band to continue with everything that has happened. Alright, that's all we have for this week. It was interesting and it was a lot of things to talk about. Thank you for downloading, streaming, and listening to us talking. We hope to see you again next week. Have a great week.